Today's New Testament reading is from 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 21. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the Spirit of Truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and His love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is his love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. 
For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome the Reverend Dr. Glenn Thomas. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God which engages us is 1 John chapter 4, verse 9. In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world, so that we might live through Him. Thus far the text. Dear friends in Christ, Different people have different ways of demonstrating love for another person. A husband might bring his wife a bouquet of flowers when it's not Valentine's Day or a birthday or any other special occasion just because he loves her. A mom might put a note into her child's lunchbox reading, I love you, when she knows her child is going to have a challenging day at school. Children might care for their aging parents cleaning the house or mowing the grass, things that their aging parents find increasingly difficult or even impossible to do. Different people have different ways of demonstrating love for others. The people John was writing against in our text were former Christians who had now severed themselves from the body of Christ and were teaching, among other things, that you really did not have to show love to others at all. It simply was not important, and no one had to be concerned about it, they taught. We can see this same type of attitude in the world around us today, in the frantic pace of life, in the midst of all the daily personal concerns we have, we can miss opportunities to demonstrate love to others. We can look the other way, rationalize why we simply cannot take the time now, or console ourselves into thinking that somebody else will take care of the need. Most of us have no problem loving ourselves, but loving others can be a challenge for us. That's just the way of the sinful nature into which we are conceived and born. It is always turned in on itself, focused upon me, myself, and I. That's why God had to love us first, and love us he did. In this the love of God was made manifest among us, writes John, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. It was God's unconditional, unmerited love for us that moved him to offer that which is most precious to him, his only begotten Son. It was Christ's love for us that moved him to make the ultimate sacrifice for us, Greater love has no one than this, said Jesus, than that he lay down his life for his friends. And lay down his life he did, so that we might live eternally in the presence of God, with sins forgiven. Love is at the very core of God's being, and we have and continue to be on the receiving end of that love. Beloved, if God so loved us, writes John, We also ought to love one another, and in and through us, God's love is perfected, or we might better translate, reaches its ultimate goal. Freed from the burden and guilt of our own sin, 
We pray that God will provide us with opportunities to demonstrate love, His love for others. We pray that He will fill our hearts with a desire and the willingness to demonstrate love, His love for others. One of the most insightful observations ever made regarding the early Christian church came from the lips of a man named Aristides, sent by the Roman Emperor Hadrian to investigate Christianity and Christians. After observing them in action, Aristides reported, among other things, Behold how they love one another. May the same be observed of us, and may God bring about this demonstration of unconditional, self-sacrificial love from us and through us to those we encounter daily. May God so grant it for Jesus' sake. Amen.